This is the Pulse of New Hampshire. I am J-Dog, and with me right now is the president and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental, Tom Raphael, who, by the way, is a doting grandfather, a loving husband, a fantastic father. He is Eddie Popowski's number one fan. He's also, because we're going to be coming up to it, let's face it, skiing. He's a sensational skier as well, and also a baseball awards presenter and a true renaissance man, Tom Many superlatives, but uh, host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio is also one of them. Thank you, Jay. And I always love your introductions because they're very eclectic. And I love to ski. Uh -huh. Planning to go to Sunapee early and often, hopefully before the Epic Pass members start going. And I want to give you a big shout out because on November 18th, I got to guest host for uh, Jack Heath and sort of looking at the behind the scenes workings of how the pulse does it Vinny media it's awesome and we had some great guests on on that day i also want to give a big shout out to my last weekend guest who was buddy finuf of finuf funeral homes and and i think we learned that while death and taxes are definite not all funeral homes are surviving and and funeral funeral homes even though there was always business, so to speak. Remember when your parents would say that to you, Jay? I do. <laughs> yeah. You still have, you still have to be, uh, you know, transformational. And someone who is equally trans transformational is Buddy Fanuf in funeral homes, and is John Broderick in mental health. Is Wes Gollum, who uh, has written a book um, called "Warm and Cool Homes: Building a Comfy, Healthy, Net Zero Home You'll Want to Live in." forever. That's a mouthful, Wes. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me, Tom. So in the spirit of transparency, I've known Wes for many years, know, know his daughter, know his wife. I've also, uh, uh, Wes was kind enough, and I really use that term, to allow me to read a uh, transcript, a rougher draft of his book, um, and allowed me to look at, look at it and uh, you know, provide some edits and ultimately uh, uh, some of them some of them were incorporated and the book is uh, fantastic but before we get into the book per se Wes tell us about I mean, how you got into sustainable energy and in looking at uh, I know you have a teaching background and I know you were involved with Earth Day and it kind of brings me back because when I was a little kid uh, the Charles River was horribly a mess <laughs> Um, and I was one of the first people getting involved with the Charles River cleanup. So I feel like we're we're about the same age, and um, we have some of the same interests. But tell us how you got in, you got involved with uh, clean energy and sustainable energy. Thanks, Tom. I'm laughing because my freshman year in college, I raced um, sailboats at community boating for Northeastern. And uh, I capsized and I had to get, I think, a tetanus shot. Tetanus shot, I'm sure. Yeah, in those days you did. Absolutely. So I grew up, my aunt and uncle were really uh, influential in my life and they were political activists. They took me to civil rights and anti-war rallies and kind of got me involved in grassroots uh, politics and organizing. And my freshman year, I happened to see a poster asking for volunteers to... Uh, start a celebration. It was, we thought, a one-time thing, a celebration of the earth that was going to take place on Boston Common. And it turned out to be the first Earth Day. I think that was 1970. And I graduated college and kicked around for a bit, and I got a master's 
in environmental science and education. And my whole career, I kind of bounced between teaching environmental science. I taught at a college at night for 35 years and doing energy work. And I did just about everything but make decent money at clean energy. I was uh, one of the first energy auditors in the state and I sold solar when Jimmy Carter was president. And uh, more recently, I administered the state's energy codes. And before I retired, I started and ran a two-year degree program for, uh, it was in energy services. It was the first of its type in the Northeast. And why is this important? That's really the issue. It's important because uh, science has told us that we have to cut back our um, fossil fuel emissions. And it turns out that buildings use just about half of our fossil fuels. And the bad news is houses are notoriously inefficient. The good news is that there's a lot of low-hanging fruit. That, that is, there's cost-effective opportunities um, to, to address that. And that's what my book is about. I follow five high-performance homes in New Hampshire. The four of these that have solar on them heat, cool, and electrify for less than uh, $500 a year. And one more thing about it, uh, the book, uh, I did this over COVID. The alternate title is uh, What I Did on My COVID Vacation. And I, of course, uh, as you know, wrote a, a book on crisis management during COVID. And and that was it was some form of therapy, a little stressful. And I'm glad that uh, your book is on Amazon, easy to get. And and uh, before we get into the low hanging fruit and, you know, and, and how your book can be helpful to all of us. So obviously you've been doing this your whole life. So it's authentic. You're not Johnny come lately into it. It's not a political statement. You've been really doing this since the, uh, you know, the 60s and 70s. And about 20 years ago, you had a fellowship at something called the National Renewable Energy Lab. Could you spend a few minutes on that and explain that to the group? Sure. I was starting the uh, degree program at Lakes Region and I got this opportunity. It was for uh, people all around the country who were starting similar two-year degree programs. And we spent quite a bit of time. We, it was two weeks and we spent the whole time learning about energy efficiency and various sustainable energy um, uh, technologies. And there's one thing that stuck with me from that more than anything else. There was an education... Um, display. And there was a question in that display, what percentage of our renewable energy could we get right now from the technology we have? And it was multiple guests from zero to more than 100. And the answer was more than 100. And in fact, you can even do that at the personal level with your own house. One of my houses is net, not just net zero, he's positive. He's He's um, charging his car, and he still has a surplus. Wow, that's a, that's that's a great information. I don't think too many people would would guess at one hundred percent. Before we before we delve into that, just kind of commiserate with me on writing a book, you know, and particularly um, the last ten percent of it when you're trying to incorporate edits, uh, when you're trying to do your final fat checking, 
what what was that like before you finally said that's it got to get it on amazon etc so i mean i always find that the last 10 percent the hardest part about the book i was just gonna say you know what it was like it was cuckoo and i had no this is my first book i had no well, it's actually my third book, but it's the first one that actually is published. I've got two more in the works. Um, but I had no, and I, I can still say this about the whole process. I had no idea what I was getting myself into when I started this and decided to self-publish. And it's a, it's been and continues to be a great adventure. Absolutely. And I think for everybody out there, I mean, if you have a basic idea and you like to write and you discipline yourself, I mean, you know, every night you got to put in a couple hours. It, it, it can be a lot of fun, but but to get it published, you know, there's a process that Amazon goes through. And, and self-publishing is fine these days, but you obviously, you know, add credibility by getting it on Amazon. And if you can get it into local bookstores, great. I know my books are in Gibson's, you know, in the bookery. And, and whatever we want to say about Amazon, if nothing else, it gives you credibility and you can tell people this is where you can find it and they do their own marketing. And, mm-hmm. and of course, they they use a sort of a just in time approach. So when someone orders warm and cool homes, literally in some factory in the United States, I'll give Amazon credit for that. Um, they would prepare the book, you know, and then mail it out to the person that ordered it. Um, and so from that perspective, you know, Amazon's made everybody's life easier. I'm not sure uh, how energy sensitive they are, but they seem to be making some claims in that area. But in any event, so back to your book specifically, is your book for people who are literally building a new house or, or, or modifying a current house or both? Yes, both. Absolutely. First of all, the book deals a lot with the concepts. Why are these five houses are very, very different? What do they have in common? And it turns out they had a few things in common. And that's what, you know, a BTU doesn't know from new house or or old house. It just wants to find the fastest way it can out of your house. And uh, my book comes with a video series that follows the building of these houses and what makes them so efficient. Not only the concepts the same for um, both new and uh, retrofits, but we're constantly adding videos on both of them to help our audience understand, you know, particular topics and details. And you can think of this like you think about a three-legged stool. This is both in terms of decarbonizing our society, but also from a personal level. And those three legs, the first one's efficiency. You only want to use as much energy as is needed for the task. The second leg is converting that energy to um, uh, from fossil fuels to electric, which generally saves about 30% of the total. And the third is producing that fossil fuel energy with solar. So we're going to get to those three legs of the triangle. And Jay, I like that analogy, of course, you know, because Delta Dental, we're big on triangles, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. About that. Customers and patients. So mm-hmm. I love that, that Wes is using the three legged stool and we'll, we'll delve into that. I know I've read the book. Um, I learned a lot and, and Wes also did a lunch and learn for our employees on October 26th. And, uh, wonderful wonderful uh feedback it was via zoom but i got a lot of great feedback so 
Thanks. Yeah, I'm going to turn it back to you for a moment. Thank you, Tom. And this week's guest on Northeast Delta Dental Radio is the Energy Geek, Wes Gollum. It's nhenergygeek.org. And we'll come back with more after these messages on Northeast Delta Dental Radio, right here on the Pulse of New Hampshire. It's the Pulse of New Hampshire. I am J Dog, alongside President and CEO of Northeast Delta Dental and the host of Northeast Delta Dental Radio, Tom Raffio. And this week's guest is Wes Golem. He is the Energy Geek, nhenergygeek.org, having a great discussion about renewability as well as uh, you know, as well as uh, saving the planet, essentially. And uh, Tom, take it away. Great stuff. Really relevant. I'm going to stress again to the listening audience: this isn't. Johnny come lately, Wes, you know, um, you know, uh, responding to, you know, all the political news. I mean, he's been at this since the, uh, um, the sixties and seventies. And I'm assuming Wes, that, uh, the, the mantra or your handle, the energy geek, you, you, you take that as a real positive, right? I do. That's what my students started calling me years okay. ago. And I just kind of, it kind of stuck or I kind of stuck with it. I liked it. Beautiful. And um, there's actually a website, NH Energy Geek, all one word, nhenergygeek.org. Um, so you were talking about the, the, three, the three legs of the, of the tool of the, of the stool, you know, being efficient, you know, transferring fossil into electric and then and taking it to the next level. So why don't you uh, delve into that? And in the course of that discussion, Wes, though, could you also address either while you're discussing the three legs or separately? A lot of times people think that, uh, you know, using energy saving materials or techniques is more expensive than traditional approaches in fossil fuel. But it, is that a true statement? It probably depends. But in any event, why don't you address that as well as the, the three legs of the stool? I'll give, you've already answered the question, which is the engineer's favorite question. It depends. If you look at the cost up front of a uh, retrofit or solar or uh, converting to, say, uh, um, heat pumps, there's a large, there's a moderate to large investment to do it all, upfront investment. However, if you uh, consider the life cycle cost, how much it costs not only to install it, but to run it for life, to maintain it, and to get rid of it when its life is over, it's often much, much more expensive uh, to, uh, to use the fossil fuel alternative. And um, I actually, Lori and I were talking about this the other day, and uh, she compared it to Delta's uh, How program. You had to spend a bit more money uh, to get some upfront prevention, but it turned out to be a worthwhile investment. And, and let, this, me take a, let me take a pause there to level set the audience. So Lori is uh, Wes's wife, who happens to work at Northeast Delta Dental and uh, is one of our finance directors and the how program or health rural wellness is a program where by us paying for additional cleanings prophylactic when you go to the dentist let's say four times a year instead of two ultimately you know it saves money later later down the road when you're not doing crowns so i really like how you connected those dots wes (laughs) so you're saying you're saying the same is true here which is if you make the investment 
there's going to be, you know, that early, that maybe those earlier costs. But if you look at it long term, you know, it, it might be net cost neutral or, or even save you money. It sounds like I'd, I'd say more than net cost neutral if you do it right. Even before uh, the the recent increases in prices, a good energy efficient investment, which, by the way, is tax free. The government isn't going to tax you on what you save is often as good or better than the stock market in terms of a real investment. And actually, now is a great time to make that investment. If I can digress for, sure. for a second, uh, I sent the book after it was published to President Biden. And a few months later, he signed the Inflation Reduction Act, which essentially makes everything I recommended in the book eligible for a tax credit. So wow. between... The increases in energy costs and the incentives we now have for virtually everything, again, in this book, everything you'd want to do to make your house more energy efficient. And there's no better time to make an investment like this. And if you do it right, you can often do it. I put solar on my house without putting a penny down. And it's been saving, I think we've had it seven years, and I've gotten I don't know, 80 or 90 percent of my uh, my residential electric bill from it. So now is a perfect time to make such an investment. So technically, the winter is coming up soon. And um, between now and then, are there two or three suggestions you could make to um, reduce energy costs for this winter cycle? And can you actually do it before the winter? I mean, some of this, of course, is you know longer term. But do you have any few suggestions that someone could you know sort of boots on the street do it before the snow flies yeah well yes um it is it can be a long-term thing um the first thing i would do is make a plan what is it you want to do do you want to do a complete deep energy retrofit or do you want to you know do something short of that uh short of that uh, by the way, while you're making a plan, New Hampshire Saves, which is the utility program, offers people that are eligible, that means if your house is not very energy efficient, I think, uh, it offers a lot of incentives, as does um, a private organization called REPA, the Residential Energy Performance Association, and their professional energy auditors there. Get an energy audit, find out how... Um, where your house stands and where the most um, cost-efficient measures would be. And the one thing I'll say, 99% of the time, before you put new windows in, before you insulate, air seal, some caulking. Find out, you know, Bob Dylan said you don't need a weatherman to know where the wind blows, know which way the wind blows. If you've got a place in your house where there's always a draft, find a source to it seal it up. That's the biggest bang for your buck. And one more thing, if I may get political, um, New Hampshire is a backwater as far as energy efficiency. We've long dragged our feet on energy and sustainable energy policy, and we're paying the price now with electric rates that are doubling and going to double again this spring if the utilities get their way. Other states are getting much more moderate um, much more moderate increases. So look at who you vote for next time. And finally, but wait, there's more. Um, 
I have a handout which I give out to um, the workshops that I do. And that handout has a list of all the incentives, both federal, state, and utilities. And I'm going to have a little button on the front page of my website, which is theenergygeek.org. And the button will say Delta Dental Radio. And if you go there and click on that, you will get this handout. I'll give it, uh, you'll just download it. And uh, I'll also have uh, a coupon for you for a discount on both the book and the ebook. Perfect. And that's nhenergygeek.org. And I, I'm glad you got a Bob Dylan reference in. That's always helpful. Um, what do you say? I mean, just generally, if you make the proper investments in a uh, eco-friendly house, how long do you think the, if you were doing MBA case, how long do you think the investment to, you know, pay for itself on average? Not long, but can I ask you something? When you buy anything else, when you make any, well, I suppose if you're considering an investment, you do. People talk about the um, the payback time and they have for a year. Consider for years, consider this. Um, there's other reasons to do this. And I'm not trying to duck the question. The payback period is good, but it really depends. But the houses that I I followed, the people re they, people say they're the most comfortable houses they've ever lived in. And at least three of them reported improved health. One said they don't have any asthma attacks anymore, and they used to have half a dozen or more. Another said that his migraines are gone. Uh, and, you know, this will make you more comfortable. This will save you money short-term and long-term if you do yeah, it. Yeah, and I don't disagree, Wes. I mean, I think uh, it's it's also obviously, you know, better for you know, the, the environment, et cetera, for your own health. And, and you're right. There are some things you have to do, you know, for the right reason. But I mentioned the ROI only because in sort of typical, you know, New Hampshire way, I mean, uh, you know, when I, when I have other topics – um, mm -hmm. People are always asking that. So in terms of getting people to read your book and making a commitment, in addition, that this is better for your own personal health, better for Mother Earth, et cetera, et cetera. It's a good investment. It's, and but, I, can't, I can't give you a number. I can say if you really look at it carefully, it's probably as good or better than most investments people would call good investments. And I hope, I hope people do get the book. And again, it's called Warm and Cool Homes, Building a Comfy, Healthy, Net Zero Home You'll Want to Live In. I uh, hope people get it on Amazon. You, you can also um, get it at Toadstool Bookstores. And that video component there is, you know, is terrific. So if you were to kind of uh, summarize in a, in a few words what lies ahead for you and... and uh, are you and do, if people go on your website, they can see when where you're speaking. But kind of sum things up in about a minute. Thank you. First of all, thank you very much for having me. Um, I'm doing more writing. I'm writing for uh, the Green Energy Times and a local paper in my town. I'm doing a lot of speaking, and if anybody out there listening knows of any groups that would like to have a talk, I love to do that. That's what I'm. I really enjoy that. And um, 
aside from energy, I actually have a little bit of a life. I'm uh, taking jazz guitar lessons and I'm an avid photographer and I'm going to travel for a couple of weeks someplace warm this winter and uh, mostly hang at home with my uh, my two doggies. Awesome. So NH energygeek.org and we'll have to connect you as well with sam evans brown on this clean energy so jay i know i i every time I, when i re read the book and i actually preparing for the show i reread the book i'm always learning stuff and i think west makes a good point with a lot of things you you have to in new hampshire make the do the roi re return on investment analysis but there's some things that are uh, to be done for you know for the right reason so again west thanks for joining me today i appreciate it thank you jay? for having me Thank you, Wes, and thank you, Tom. I am Jay Dog, and this is Northeast Delta Dental Radio. We'll be back with another edition of Northeast Delta Dental Radio next time here on the Pulse of New Hampshire.